Your Yoga Podcast. All right, everyone. Welcome. This is Gabe from Feed Your Yoga Podcast, and I'm so excited. I have an amazing individual that I've known for years, but he's in his, his own incredible person, um, mindfulness and wellness coach, health coach. This person has influenced environments, peoples, and uplifted centers to be as success as they are. And I'm just going to turn it over to Donatus, Donatus, and he's going to give us a little blueprint of his experience before we dive into some awesome information. Hello, everyone. Hello, Gabe. It's incredibly awesome, actually, to connect with you um, during this time <laughs> around, around the world, what's happening around the world. Um, it's interesting that we're not too far from each other. Although geographically we are, we live quite far. I'm in Lithu from Lithuania. You're from US. Now we're in Asia. It's interesting. We're connecting online. It's a, it's an interesting feeling to be connecting with uh, with uh, friends and family and and just living my uh, my life actually and looking at at things in a different and under a different angle. Although I still want to go back to the like to that previous model and but then i realized so it's been one year and it, it it went very fast but one year of this global situation which is like wow and it tells me like it's very important to reach out to resilience adaptation and positivity and so it's just i don't know i just wanted to share that it's a it's a pleasure to connect uh with like-minded uh, people so um, as you. you already, yeah, as you already know, uh, my background is in um, health and wellness, uh, holistic nutrition. Even we did the course with you. I studied your course of yoga and and wellness kind of health coaching, which I really enjoyed. By the way, it was very um, wholesome. I would say um, opening eyes to the philosophy of yogic living i would say and 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 of course there was um movement involved and then you incorporated health and wellness so this is was actually a very interesting experience and then i did um um multiple courses in in holistic nutrition and additional health coaching and two years of uh, it's more like a transpersonal but it's a psychosynthesis life coaching so it's more like a mind coaching for um yeah so that was a, a great understanding of like internal processes and just how we relate to the world and 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 the people around us and what tools we have at hand actually to influence uh, changes um, that we actually want to see in ourselves and and um, um, then yeah uh, conscious cuisine so highly plant-based vegan um, I think few well multiple years now ago uh, I did the raw food training and then tried myself raw food for three for three years and then vegetarian slash vegan if, but I'm more leaning towards plant-based over 14 years already um, and just trying to to kind of discover discover simple yet very effective ways to optimize living so, the way our uh, ancestors lived, but I'm not talking about a rural, completely like uh, <laughs> hands in a dirt way, but meaning connected with nature, understanding your body, uh, living with the cycle, circadian rhythm, which is, I mean, it's a fancy name, but like just basically living with changes within 24 hours and 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 the seasons and, and um, planetary changes because people were more uh, sensitive. So in a way, like, looking at the at the what is available from the ancestral wisdom and with the contemporary uh discoveries so what had been um, i i like to say that what had been discovered in the recent years confirming our genetic potential actually <laughs> so this is oh, i love that exactly exactly i mean there's so much intelligence that we have from the past but now with the use of modern technology being able to weave them intelligently together is one, both exciting and I think like underrated. So I'm really excited that you brought that up, the capacity of weaving what we experience in our modern life 
with then tapping into an intelligence that has been there for so many years. Let's be honest, um, Ayurveda, for instance, if we just pull a subject from the yogic tradition, Ayurveda is just the Indian approach to how to, the science of life has already mapped up incredible ways of how to live well and live long. And they talk about the three seasons and living with the seasons, living with the day, things that we know in our heart and yet we somehow just kind of let them bypass, you know, with the computers and such. Um, and so we started off and you were pointing out an amazing uh, understanding that we can connect the metabolic elements to help us become aware of who we are. Let's, let's share with the listeners a little bit about that in the beginning. Let's kind of start off with this metabolic approach because I'm sure it's going to connect what you just said, the balance of the old and the balance of the new. Yeah, um, so it's very, actually, I was, uh, I had in mind to um, I give an example, a comparison to what ancient, I would say, diet or lifestyle, um, well, not compares, but matches with this metabolic type or blood type or, or all this genetic testing, etc. So this is more like a, a contemporary way of confirming ancient uh, ancient wisdom and i awesome. i had in mind ayurvedic because vata pita kapha and it's a it's a, it's a way of like slow oxidizer fast fast oxidizer and balanced it's just you know the, <laughs> so it's just a way of you so it's basically the metabolic type where all different uh, we have like a let's say three uh, different types not blood type because they have like i think uh, zero one two and then uh, a kind of new uh, mixed um, but with the metabolic there is a fast oxidizer there is a slow oxidizer and, and there is a balanced and the um, metabolic type uh, means that there is um, how your metabolism work and uh, combine also with genetics, like where where you live, what your ancestors ate as well. So mm -hmm. some sometimes, and actually people feel better when they eat the foods that even if they live in another country, but trying not necessarily completely like imported things, but trying to eat the foods as close to their um, ancestor, ancestral lineage. So that's one way. Another way is eating with seasons. So uh, everything what is available. Then um, uh, what is available in your environment. So without, although uh, historically we see that spices, coffee, chocolate, ingredients had been traveling since the you know time times of colonization and 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 nomadic tr travels but the idea of like eating in in your environment from your environment and metabolic is like how um basically the body processes energy so that's like a mm -hmm. metabolic rate and most of that uh your basal metabolic rate is used and which is we cannot well, around 60%, um, I think that's right, 60, but not less for sure. Uh, it's your heart, your lungs, everything, your organs that you cannot influence. For this, you need energy. So depending on like what you eat, the more efficiently you're going to obtain the energy. And, all, and the rest of the is your movement, is uh, some other um, activities that requires energy. So the, but the energy is not all. We also need nutrients because without nutrients like minerals and vitamins, we wouldn't we wouldn't function properly because you can get calories from fat or from sugar or from, you know, refined food. So if we go back to I just uh, percentage wise, um, so fast oxidizer uh, usually is more like um, um, protein. 40% uh, fats, 30%, and carbs, 30%. Of course, it's not precisely uh, by digit, but people usually need to get more protein and fats and then carbs, but carbs not refined, of course, not, not uh, processed uh, carbs, but good quality vegetables, ideally. I mean, look, every single diet uh, can have some of the... Um, entertainment and enjoyment is not a problem. Right. Our body is capable of uh, 
cleansing within 24 hours, let alone if you have one and then within the week, it's like gone out of your system. So enjoy is actually, you know, it's definitely worth doing something that brings you some of the, you know, enjoyment. So yeah, in terms of carbs, they have to be whole food, uh, of course, plant-based. Then the fats, not trans fat, not rancid fats. They have to be coming from, again, we will talk about vegan and vegetarian but if we talk about plant-based so predominantly uh, it's I, I like when some um, I would say scientists uh, talk about plant-based which is mm-hmm. the base of your uh, of your diet is our plants which actually is as close to the um, to our ancestral way of eating is because Correct, gathering, yeah. growing and collecting is not much much easier than literally going and hunting an animal. That's why Correct. there were only a couple hunters, uh, skilled hunters, and then others to support, to catch something. So, and again, it's not just, it's not just with the, uh, compared to the stone ages, people liked, you know, the cave, the etc. This is a very humoristic way of saying that the um, <laughs> paleo diet and stuff. But in right. general, if you lo- go to nature right now, what happens? I mean, people easily eat uh, plants. So, and then the, um, sometimes I go a little bit sideways. So, uh, slow oxidizer is actually 60% carbs, um, 25% fats, and 15, 1-5%, uh, sorry, uh, 25% protein and 15% fat. Again, it's it's not like precisely 60, 25, 15. It could be 20, it could be uh, 20, 20, and 60, but it's predominantly, uh, that's where, uh, you know, more vegetarian uh, approach uh, works. But both, both require high quality protein. Whether you're eating from animal, it's your choice because, again, we're going to talk about the philosophical and environmental reasons and spiritual reasons why people choose to eat or not eat certain foods. But if we look at the, um, we need essential amino acids, uh, eight actually, but nine, they always say um, that we need to obtain from, 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 from food. We, we don't produce yeah. them. Same with certain vitamins. And so when we, like, that's why, you know, thinking of like your uh, body type, it's very important. And also the most important are nutrients that fuel your body. Then I think it's worth thinking about a diet. Correct. Yeah. And I, and I agree with you. Like as also as a health coach, I try not to use and try to get my clients to avoid thinking of the word diet and more about smart choices to eat. And all of a sudden it takes away, Oh, I shouldn't eat that. And I can't eat that. And rather it's like, okay, well let's, let's try to find a way that you optimize your understanding of what to eat. And most of the time people do know that they should eat more vegetables. <laughs> um, it's not like, a, it's not a rocket science on that level, but we live in, a, a, in an environment today that it's so easy to eat the packaged food and it's faster. Mm-hmm. And so we live in a society, we live a lifestyle that we just want fast and speed and that's its own issue. And we might get into that. But I agree with you, like being able to look at ourselves, being able to feel what yep. is where we are exactly. Like, as you said, like, am I, am I burning more? Am I, am I the type of person who is a high metabolism? Am I a person who is a low metabolism? Yeah. And then beginning to use that understanding of ourselves, which requires exactly. an understanding of ourselves. Yeah. And, yeah. and once we have that, and again, we all have it. Sometimes we do need a little help and that's where coaches come or maybe the internet. But we, once we are able to clear and we listen to these kind of conversations and we realize, wait, you do know where you're standing. And when you look at the choices we make, then we become to a good conversation. How do you feel about that? Yes, I think um, I must. Um, sorry, I wish to say about the environment so much and um, and it's definitely not only black and white for example even in the health environment there is so much of um well i don't how what's the word let's just be honest it's confusing information (laughs) yeah well first of all it's yeah confusing and second it's i would say like my way is better in a way you know like so 
correct it's driven it's driven by like um you know uh like the the special way that i developed and only now in one like within one day you have a chance to grab it kind of mentality and and desperate people and again it goes back to the feeling of like people are tired people are confused and people are unhealthy and so you know um that's where i think there is also a challenge that there is so much of a healthy food and there is so many diets i was just re- recently checking how many types of diets uh w- um, i'd say some pages they talk about 100 diets others they right. say close to 30 diets 30 diets but then when i look closer they all derivatives of major four five maximum seven diets they had been tested over 20 to 30 years and so everybody is deciding what diet i'm going to develop in order to make it special which is in my personal opinion that's what also is confusing let alone of course right. the environment that you mentioned that like look there is only fast food etc and so i think this is this is the thing that there is no um you know I'm, i think there is no one answer is like you go to to nature and connect with your grandpa or you live in the city and 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 you try every single diet uh and 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 just trust um, whatever whatever comes i think what you mentioned is connecting to your senses and inquiring i really like there is a there is a doctor uh his name is gabor mate i don't know if you know him he is um i really admire him he's talking about addiction addiction of any kind food shopping etc that is linked to um well kind of traumatic experience that we try to not deal with and then we take alternative but the reason i'm saying is there is a he's saying purposeful inquiry so we kind of we inquire right. ourselves or external uh, whatever we may feel spiritual or i want to meet some mentor or i want some knowledge or if we make the right inquiry we're going to get the right answer whether it's going to be exactly. intuitive or some kind of sign that is like oh what is this book on the table it's like sometimes you know like is those things going to uh, come come to into play and that's why i think um connecting connecting and 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 looking at what foods make how these foods make you feel and especially i had been um i i'm i'm drinking coffee sometimes and just as an example uh too much of a coffee can be draining can be low of the low on the energy as well and it actually gives a bit drowsiness later on but i realized right. that having only one coffee maximum two and after a certain time when you wake up not first thing it gives a different effect and sometimes i don't even need a whole day so it's a very interesting like how to you know i says simple things like what gives you energy because you think that you need the energy but in reality exactly yeah it's the sleep and it's the food choices and how you digest how you absorb and that's where knowing what foods are good for you and and it's actually it's interesting because with the metabolic uh metabolic typing or let's say pers- um, um a body type you know there is a, i think you w- you won't get uh, go wrong if you're going to choose body type or metabolic but that's great because it's more like a scientific uh but it's also backed by the traditions like you know in ayurveda they have in chinese medicine they have like how you process your food and so they have this very interesting ways of doing a journaling of your foods that you eat then there is a questionnaire of like h- how you feel during the day how you behave it so there is a lot of as you said communication with yourself but also with the exercise and of course if you need there are coaches and there is a, there are practitioners and there are online like you can do a weekend of understanding the diets understanding the the food list and 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 your body no you're right again at the end what information is in our days and in the modern life with google information is everywhere yeah and rather than just consuming information like we consume just food but we yeah. never pause and take a moment to address the question yeah. of wait a minute is this information or is this food good for me 
it's not that I know. And again, to play off on what you said, all these different books and theories is because people are trying to sell and they're trying to make money and I'm happy for them. And mm. it just puts more information out there and that's fantastic. But if we learn to just stop and listen to ourselves, like you just explained and gave a great example with your experience with coffee, where I'm going to pay attention. And yeah. most of us, most human beings, sadly, stopped paying attention. Yeah. I think a key element of saying we go back to the ancestral life is because, again, if you and I are walking in the woods and yeah. there's mushrooms and I'm like, you know what? You eat them and I'll watch. <laughs> and if you get sick, you know, I hope you don't die. But if you get sick, then I know, oh, I'm not going to eat that mushroom. But That's today we don't have, you know, we don't have this, we don't have this investigative approach anymore for some reason. Yeah. And I know so many people, not only do they not have the investigative, like they also know, like I'll give examples of girlfriends of mine. Yeah. Where they feel bloated, you know, and they're uncomfortable and they can't go to the bathroom and they can't eliminate. And if you can't eliminate, no wonder you're living for two or three days with another stress level. Yes. And then you ask them, it's like, do you know, well, oh, and then, then I'm like, well, I feel bad for you. Let, let's figure out how to help you. Maybe you need this or that. And then the next time, and I listen to them and they, and they get some cheese and they get some milk. And then I'll be like, oh, wow, you like cheese because I don't like cheese. And like, yeah, but you know, I know it makes me constipated. And I'm like, oh, but we just dealt a week ago with the fact that you were constipated. And a week ago, I thought you didn't know why. And now you know why you've always yeah. known and yet you're going to still eat it. Yes. Now I'm not saying that it's. Not, there's nothing wrong with eating and accepting what's going to happen. Yes. But this investigative is very important that we lose out. So then if you know that what you ate is making you feel uncomfortable, either accept that I'm going to eat that because I like it and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to be uncomfortable, as opposed to then complaining about the fact that you're uncomfortable going on Google and trying to figure out why I'm uncomfortable and then getting a lot of other theories that will contradict what you know Right, you know that it was the cheese and the milk, but now you're gonna go look and say, Oh, you know, it's because of the meat. That guy says it's meat, and that woman said it's something else, and that woman says I have like hormonal problems or I have like issues with my mother and father. When at the end of the day, you knew already that it was the cheese and the dairy. Well, it's a, it's a, I'm glad I'm glad you brought it, I'm glad you brought it in because if, even the foods that we, um, as I mean, we are told that it's not very good for the human i mean now there is so much more research and speaking of uh, milk by the way it's a, it's a funny it's a funny uh, development because they call it they call it uh, up up milk up milk i think it's a israeli company that developed oh. yeah that developed there is by the way there is a lot of vegan i mean just such a great movement in 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 israel it's like incredible so much yeah. of plant-based foods so so they developed this milk out of the out of the cows um where they use cells uh from the from the cow i think they from the milk protein or something along that line and so they develop without casein without without lactose and it tastes as same and no, uh, they don't kill the animal. It's not allergic and it's more healthier. I'm not saying it's important to switch, but just thinking of like understanding the reasons why you're not feeling good. And now it's confirmed right. that around 60 or even more percent, which is just like stopping for a second, around 60 or more percent people are allergic to lactose. Yeah, exactly around the world <laughs> and and so what had been we're 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 accustomed and so some symptoms they're so normal that you don't like you wake up and you have you know a little bit a congested, congested you know? yeah and it's fine because you're just thinking is part of your but when you know when you get on juice cleanse or you just you know stop eat, just in general just stop eating dairy for a couple of days you realize Oh, wow. That's how I should breathe. And, you know, and some other things like that. <laughs> and so it's interesting thing that to understand those ingredients. But also I want to mention that the pasteurized and 
raw, for example, are, sli are, are slightly different as well. But even with those uh, dairy products, some people are just completely allergic. But in some in some countries, like for, uh, there is an American science uh, scientist, but he was a dentist, Western Price. I don't know if you heard of him. He did a study. Um, let me remember if it was before the First World War. Definitely, uh, I'm not good with dates, but anyway, there was a, he he discovered uh, when he was fixing the. Uh, teeth to people that there were deformalities, a lot of a lot of cavities, problems like um, um, unbalanced jaw formation, etc. And he realized that it's all about canned, processed, and 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 pasteurized and um, uh, rancid uh, foods that actually diminish uh, health, uh, create acidity and don't provide nutritional value, not just calories. Calories were empty, right. but they don't provide nutritional. And so I go back to that milk uh, part is because he traveled around the world. It's called Western Price, very famous book, old. And he uh, visited um, uh, Aborigin tribes, Aborigin, not just Australia, it's in general. So he went to Papua New Guinea, he went to Switzerland, he went to uh, somewhere in Mediterranean, and the common denominator was local food, um, good food combining, not overeating, and unprocessed food. They had some grains, they had some dairy, but it was always raw, always fermented as well, minim minimal amount, and not overeating. And they were always active, always active. So it's just an interesting thing is that, um, first of all, of course, identifying why, as you said, like it could be, constipation it could be diarrhea it could be itchiness it could be yeast it could be headache it could be uh it could be uh congested nose so many symptoms that we actually live with can be changed um, can be changed just by removing certain foods can be optimized again at the end i believe that we're trying to live in a body. Again, if you are happy the way you like, again, I tell yeah. all my clients, if you live happy and you wake up happy and you're exactly. comfortable with your body, then why are you trying to change anything? However, no. if you are interested to realize that, oh, I could, like you just said, I could breathe more freely. Yeah. I could, I could, I could, I could sleep more comfortably. I yes. could walk with more ease. I yes. could. So if you're looking to have a physical life in the body that you have that is more comfortable, more efficient, then at that point, then it's not so much about what I have to tell you, but rather how much are the questions that you're going to ask yourself? Like, when you finish a meal, are you as comfortably in your body? I tell a lot of people, I mean, I'm a flexitarian these days. Yeah. I remember when I was 19, and I started yoga and the idea of being a vegetarian was in all the books that I was reading. And I decided I was going to experiment. And I spent a week without eating, eating any meat. And I had an experience. Now, I would not know how to compare that experience if it wasn't for a week later when I come to my house, when I came home and my father made this chicken schnitzel, one of my favorite dishes. And the house was smelled of it. And I was just already like, oh, you know. And then I knew at that moment that I was going to no longer continue with the experiment because I wanted to eat the schnitzel. And so I had a wonderful lunch. It, it was tasty. It was wonderful. It was, it, 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 it tasted like every other time. But at the end of the meal, yeah. my body, my stomach and my head and my body as a whole did not feel nearly as relaxed and comfortable as it did the day before where I had lunch and had no meat. So immediately I knew, right? I didn't need to trust the book. I didn't need to listen to a lecture. I didn't, I knew that yes, whether you like it or not, when you eat meat, you're going to have some discomfort. Now you might accept the discomfort. Like we just started. Yeah. And if you want to accept it, nothing wrong with that. And again, like I said, I'm a flexitarian. So if I want to eat meat, I might eat it, but I'm going to accept the fact that I'm going to not feel as optimal yeah. as if I did not eat the meat. And that's why I choose not to eat meat. The big reason is because, well, at the end of the day, when I don't eat it, I just feel a lot more comfortable in my body. Yes. 
and and so until we all begin to have this investigative, like we started, like you were saying, yeah, that it's not that someone else knows, but yeah. a good coach can just simply ask a good question, like we're asking yeah. people to ask themselves. How do you feel? Do you feel optimal? Do you feel that you can breathe well? These days, I give people even a more specific questions, even like when you wake up, like you yep. just said, do you breathe comfortably? Can you breathe yep. in and out of the nose? If you want scientific facts, I can give you a lot of scientific facts of the power of nose breathing. Yes. You know, Dr. John Duyard from America, he'll point out that if you breathe with a nose, it's going to activate your body's immune system and you won't even get COVID. But we'll leave that as a question mark there. Yeah. So do you breathe well when you wake up? Do you go to the bathroom and eliminate what you ate the day before? Yeah. Um, do you feel that you have energy in the middle of the day or do you feel like you're crashing? Um, at the end of the day, do you feel like you are comfortable and you go to sleep and you sleep mm. with ease or do you not sleep with ease? And so these are yeah. easy questions. And if I ask these questions and if the answer is no, then there's a reason to start looking at optimizing what we eat. And then at that point, it's not so much about what I have to tell you. Exactly. Rather than try it, test it out, spend a week eating, adding something and see how that affects you. And I try to get people to do simple things like drink water, yeah. eat more green leaves, yeah. um, discover the power of better protein. Yeah. And then if you do these three changes in the first month, then there's other changes like breathing better, eliminating. Yeah. And, then, and then if you're working with me, we can look at more specifics. If you're not working with me, you've developed the skill of yeah. listening to yourself. Yeah. Right? And then, I've, but so I believe that in your training, I mean, we've done training together, but I believe in your other trainings, they've articulated a similar idea, which is, I think, why you started the listener by discovering the power of, of listening to themselves. Right? Yeah. Sorry, you were, you were cutting. You still hear me? Hello? You yeah. there? Yeah. I cut off for you. So I was saying that I believe that in your training, like we had in my training together, that yeah. there is a key there about helping the client and helping individuals start to ask themselves the question of how optimal do I feel? Yes, exactly. Right. So I think it's, it's very important to, uh, to um, uh, do an assessment and uh, it could be through the day, but sometimes it's very nice to do through the week because most, uh, because you're going to, you're going to notice how you feel through the, well, work week and then the weekend as well because sometimes we don't feel great until wednesday because of the weekend actually and not again um i'm not saying is everybody but sometimes people uh, tend to relax uh so much on the weekend that that relaxation tax the body and then monday tuesday by wednesday we're fine and here is the thursday friday again depending on what we do it could be foods it could be um, um, activities. It could be hopefully no, nothing too heavy. Could no be the harm. weather. Yeah, could, could be the weather, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. And so this is, yeah. I think it's very important to, especially these days. And like we have a, a very, I would say, a major focus on on the food uh, right now. But on, for myself, I've noticed that if I don't move through the day, I feel really bad. When I say really exactly. bad, I have a tension for some reason, tension around my eyes. Like I feel, you know, because I work, I have a project that I have to complete. And now I, I understand what means startup anxiety. I know what means startup sleepless nights. And I know, so again, everybody has a different reason, but sedentary life, meaning moving less, and actually sitting more is as wor as bad as uh, eating unhealthy. And, sa and, and same thing with what we actually think and what we actually do and, and the liquids we consume. So I just wanted to point out that like some symptoms, they can be, and I know like quite few friends, uh, uh, people, and I just noticed like they eat healthy diet, but they're angry. Right. They they, they eat healthy diet, but they wake up in, in the night. And so it, it, got, it got me thinking like, oh, some years ago, like I was like considering like, 
what starts in mind ends in mind. But there is unconscious processes that don't always come to our conscious mind, but they appear. And we realize that in the way of symptoms or some activities that later bring the consequence. But we think, oh, we got something happening, triggered. Then we do the thing. Then we get a consequence, but we don't realize because we are in that loop. And so that got me also thinking of like, okay, there is food. If my, there is thing that really um, empathetic side, I would say, uh, than 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 global uh, situation. I mean, it's a, such Correct. a such a change, such a challenge that I personally never imagined would happen in my lifetime because I only heard uh, about things from history when. There are so many restrictions. There is so much closed down. And then that's where it comes to mind, physical, and even spiritual suppression. Exactly. No, exactly. Suppression, yeah. Just, uh, you know, like yeah. I try, I, I help people recognize that exercise, movement is a food. As you just said, it's a primary yeah. food as we look back at the ideas that we talked about from the Institute for Integrated Nutrition. That yes. moving is as a, is a food. It's a primary food. Without movement, you can eat as healthy as you like, but you're going to still feel unhealthy. Yes. Um, but I loved before we got on the on the podcast. You and I had a little talk together, and I loved how you helped connect. And as much as I'm familiar with it, let's let's get your opinion and get your part of your expertise on this relationship of the gut flora and and health and the heart and health. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I, I wouldn't say recently, but it started. But recently it got so much uh, attention, focus, research, and sort of like s- s- solidity, almost like confirmation, like how uh, brain because brain and mind is different, but the brain, heart, and the gut connection, like how they're communicating, how they all have neurotransmitters, like 90% of neurotransmitters uh, of serotonin is made in the gut. And so imagine, so if we are suppressing our digestion and hopefully, um, you know, we, we don't have a major issues, but sadly there are people with a leaky gut with the IBS, with the just congested digestion in general. So our, right. our gut is not functioning, therefore is not producing uh, neurotransmitters and, and a certain um, and, and serotonin that is, uh, that is required for the good mood, brain function. That's how sometimes we feel foggy for example when we eat late when we eat unhealthy when we sadly eat food that congests us and we don't have a good bowel movement and we don't actually uh well i wasn't connecting that a few years ago but then when i when i looked at this um data deeper, i realized like wow you know and so how uh fermented foods are essential and um, right uh, right uh, the a prebiotic that actually feed the our uh, gut flora, our microbiome, and same thing with the, with the heart. They they also um, prove that there are uh, the, the the heart and the brain is communicating back and forth all the time, and then the mood and and that's where the unconscious. Uh, let's say you can feel anxiety, but you cannot understand why but it had been happening for days and so it messes up with you feel (laughs) and then it messes up with your communication with your thinking with your expressions you're snapping uh sometimes you're just like uh, you're irritated and so it's very interesting how a certain well it's not just depends on the food that we eat but what we eat how we digest what kind of energy level, what kind of mood we're going to have and how well we're going to sleep will affect how well our heart will, will rest and our brain as well. 
and how we're going to exactly. produce melatonin. So everything is like, and that's why it's like we have three brains, and that's the interesting. There is a there is an institute actually. Uh, I don't know if you heard of uh, Heart Math Institute in yes, United States. Yeah. It's incredible what they um, what they had been proving actually to be true about heart, and then right. so much research right now and really solid about gut and how important it is to to eat not just the right food but have the right microbiome. Right, like the idea that the the gut flora has a microbiome in it that really, as you just said, affects the mood elements of us. And we tend to think of mood as in the heart, but mood is also in the mind, in the brain. And then going back to what we started with, with the environment of eating more ancestrally, which is really just eating with the seasons, which is eating with the way the day is. If we eat with a season, there are different microbes that the food have that are designed to balance us. But today we can just go to McDonald's and eat the same thing all the time. And we don't connect that we are throwing off our digestive gut flora. And that's probably the reason that we get irritated, that our mind are cloudy, that we are feeling like less energy or that we're not being able to achieve the things that we want to achieve all just because of mind not understanding efficiently the role that the food that we are putting into our mouth is affecting the life that we have. Yes. Um, and also, just to add uh, uh, one more thing is we're not absorbing the right. Uh, we're, not, we're not digesting and we're not absorbing the nutrients right. So we can have a, a big bowl of salad that's like that was happening. To, that, that actually happened to me. I, did, I wasn't malnourished, but I realized from the digestion when I had a three-year raw food, when I was just like, oh, let's try. It was 2000, uh, how many years ago? I can't remember. Uh, wait, 2006, 2011, I think 2000, from 2012 or, or 11, for three years, I was like hardcore raw food. Wow. I got excited. I wanted to learn everything. Yeah, raw, vegan pretty much I was very much and that's where the topic about is um, um, the, the idea of like why we actually choose the diet um, and so I think it's very important to understand the reasons why we actually choose the diet starting with essentials and then going into philosophical going into environmental or and of course health related and so the absorption is like I was eating so much raw food uh, but I wasn't chewing far because my 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 um, speed of life in London. I was cycling everywhere. I was uh, studying. I was working. I was literally like fourteen, sometimes sixteen, and at times eighteen hours per day with no weekend for I think six to eight or nine months. It was, wow. it was yeah. It was a time when I was like, okay, I need to. I need to complete. And so I was eating on the go. I wasn't, I mean, thankfully I was getting some, but mentally I was slightly burned out. I, I was quite young. So I was like drinking green tea, getting superfood and stuff. But I've noticed that with the normal food, I was not paying enough attention to chew, which we have a three, again, everybody knows that, but I think it's worth, worth mentioning that we have, um, a three-step digestion. First of all, we need to chew properly to excrete enzymes, which, by the way, some of them are in the mouth, others are in the intestine and, uh, and, the, and the stomach. So we start with chewing. We, um, uh, we need to have uh, the right pH, 1.5 to 2 in our stomach, acid enough to digest what we already started digested with our saliva in the mouth. So I was right. like glogging. The, swallowing and then it would go into the intestine when this the the the, the um, um, colon uh, the small uh, the small in intestine wouldn't large be intestine. Uh, yeah wouldn't be able to digest and absorb the nutrients properly so i would just right. you know you know through the smoothies and juices would be nice but the, you know solid foods that's what uh, another thing is just to yeah, just to just to add. Yeah, no, that. you're right. Like chewing is a, something that I think is very misrepresented these days. Most people are swallowing their food. 
they're not really eating their food. And I think that's another reason that people don't pay attention to the way that the food can be for them. And, and for some people, they need to have a period of kind of a detox. Yes. So that when they come back, they, they can see that there's a difference between chewing and enjoying food and then suddenly realizing that, wow, you know what? To chew a hamburger is really not that tasty yeah. compared to chewing a carrot. And it might not sound like that at the moment, but when you, when you start to kind of think about it and when you start to ask yourself and you take the experimentative approach to really spend and sing happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me and chew a burger and then maybe cook a carrot a little bit so it's not as, as, as hard if you don't like hard carrots like I do. And then you chew a carrot and it's a very different experience. Exactly. Just the chewing part. Forget, forget the other reasons that we just mentioned yeah. that your digestion is going to absorb yeah. it and you're going to feel different after a meal that doesn't have a burger compared yeah. to a meal that has a burger. And again, it, each, each and every listener does need to take uh, that period of self-investigation, that self-approach. For sure. No one can do that for us. Um, the rest is information, and hopefully they got some very good information today about just understanding that there's a way to balance the microbiome in the belly, which is fermented food, probiotics, um, to chew, which means we're slowing down in a, in a life today that is very hectic, and we're all trying to do everything fast, and the phones are fast, and, and the internet's fast. Um, the idea of being able to move the body. Yes. You know, these are three simple things that if people took from today, that they will see a huge difference in their life within the next week. And so that's why you, we, uh, you mentioned, that's how I, I went into the eating. I mean, I went a little bit off to add on the, on the nutritional absorption, but to, to your point of like eating uh, with seasons, eating locally is uh, this is actually very much connected to um you're still there yes ah okay yeah so um very much very much connected to what is available uh how it is going to be how it's going to be prepared and of course how it's going to be consumed so um that's where this this self-assessment an observation brought this understanding of ancient, uh, actually philosophical approaches like Ayurvedic or Chinese or any other would say that it's like, or Mediterranean. It's also a traditional ancestral diet. We just call it Mediterranean because of the region, but what they were doing, they were observing uh, they were eating in, in seasons. They were noticing how they feel. They have a lot of herbs. They have a lot of same like in Ayurvedic. And so they would eat in the right uh, time of the, I mean, the right food in the right time as well. So intuitively, they would even know what is better for breakfast, what is better for, and sometimes they wouldn't even have breakfast, what is better for lunch, dinner. And then they would see how digestion, that's how they, that's how they came up with this, uh, well, not concepts anymore, but the uh, um, statements and, and, and theories like, you know, don't drink with the food, uh, chew, uh, don't mix uh, more than a few dishes on the, on the, on the plate, more than, um, uh, more than few ingredients on the, on the plate, don't eat uh, fruits together. So they did all this hard work for us. All we need right. to now connect to our healing. And I exactly, think understanding exactly. that um, uh, difference between the bodies. I think that's, I really, really think that this is important to understand what type you are and then choosing what kind of diet you want. And then based on that diet, asking yourself, are you doing it for animals? Which is very important. Any diet shouldn't, shouldn't Im employ cruelty. That's like no doubt about that, of course. But uh, it's very important to focus on, on your health. And I think a lot of people, um, well, I want to say damage, but I can't think of better word, but damage their health with the um, uh, philosophical 
and, and ethical uh, perspectives and, of course, environmental as well. Environment is absolutely important, but if your health struggle, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, big, um, it's a big mistake that, uh, you know, people exactly. these days... I mean, life, uh, life, to play up on do. what you just said, life can be full and rich and enjoyable and fantastic and glowing... And if you're, if you are not enjoying life in that level, then there's room for improvement. Yeah. Yes. Now, exactly. As before we finish, that's why, why I liked, share... um, I liked your, uh, yoga. I, I, I've never, uh, I've never looked at the yoga itself in the way I've learned uh, in. Uh... Hello. I'm here. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh no! I was just saying that it's very interesting about the. Um, um, I remember the the yoga, the actual the the philosophy of like how important to be connected to your body, and movement and spiritual practice and meditation. Not not to be a yogic, but the understanding of like how to live with with nature with the world and then do the asanas which is not yoga is the exercise and so right. this is all this corporate and so this is what i've noticed that our ancestors in chinese they have a qigong and 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 and, and all these movements in mediterranean they have also movements and they don't right. have meditation but they have a connection with nature so it was very right. interesting like and the chewing the and 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 the choosing the food uh, having a positive approach no stress connection to each other it's incredible how bonded they are correct correct so i mean we gave the listeners a tremendous amount of value and some good information we wrapped up a few things if they just jump back they'll can hear again some of the wrap up but your work these days is very interesting. Why don't you share before we finish a little mm -hmm. bit about the work that you're connecting these days as you're trying to help people move out of the challenges of anxiety, depression, suicide. These are high numbers that are rising because of the COVID, because of the fact that we had to be separated from the social structures, getting closed off. Chances are the eating in a, in a better way has been challenged for many, many people you and I are lucky to live in Asia where some of the procedures around COVID just worked a lot better and our lives are not as restricted, but we are familiar with the world as a whole. And this year has been very traumatic for people and you've yes. really taken yourself in a direction in your work. So why don't you share a little bit about that before we close and yes. that way the listeners can really get a feel of what is possible for them if they want to continue. I'm glad. I'm glad that you mentioned that because it 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 brought me to the origin of the reason why I'm actually doing what I'm doing is actually, well, first of all, started my own transformational personal uh, optimization of life and my and my body, and then eventually, of course, went into work of uh, um, essentially helping and working with people. So it's all you know. It's all started like with uh, holistic nutrition and and physical optimization but then the further i went i realized that everything starts and ends in mind i mean literally we process every single experience whether it's spiritual whether it's uh, physical in our in our in our mind yes we feel we have a certain um, certain um, i would say out of body some people call it experiences we 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 have intuition but everything is happening in the mind and that's why um i i i start focusing more of like what influences our you know behavior what is the uh, again it's the personality types as well and and uh, what we can do with our mind in order to influence the um the 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 food choices and uh, and the work and the relationships and the other um, um i think activities and so it brought me it brought me to the um well actually it happened by by a chance somebody talked about brain entrainment uh audio brain entrainment and then i thought okay that's great but it's not enough and so i started developing this um the project for the mental and emotional health to op optimize living and so there will be 
um, sensory tools. I like to call them sensory tools because there will be breathing, there will be movement, there will be audio, and that's where audio is actually shifting your brain, breathing for oxygen and movement for emotional re release and circulation. And then there will be a, a communication. So as we do right now, but at the same time, it will be personalized and supportive. And then there will be a resources, which is going to be mind, body, spirit categorized and uh, suggested based on your specific requirements. So it's not going to be like, you have to figure it out. You have to wonder, but based on your um, answers, and a certain assessment, you will get the resources that are needed for you present time and your personality. And so this is how the platform is going to work. is like the tools that will help you to shift, communication that will help you to overcome, and then the resources that will help you to see what's, what's possible, what's available to actually go into another uh, step. And so this is, and of course, there will be a nutritional assessment because it's incredible. Recently, I, I've, uh, it's, it, it's even called the understanding of nutrition for mental health. And how, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. And so uh, there is a questionnaire, there is, of course, metabolic typing, and there is a foods that actually support brain activity, support the gut health, and all the processes and endocrine system and... Um, and uh, hormonal function and improves your sleep, eliminates unhealthy foods that actually disrupt your mental pro, uh, um, uh, 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 mental function and the mood swings and changes. So you feel more grounded or you feel more uplifted. It all depends on your type and the foods that you eat that will influence your mental health. And so this kind of, went, yeah, this went into the, the combination of more like a, a whole health approach. Uh, which right. everything where I had been interested um, and, um, you know, the, the reason why the food and nutrition is, um, I'll share the, uh, a link, it's, uh, it's called Conscious Cuisine as well. So that's another project which is focusing on um, ancestral uh, food, um, holistic nutrition, and, and just approach to culinary uh, cuisine in general, which is more about the, the food that we eat affects our health and the environment, meaning like, okay, we need to be, you know, in, in, um, in the symbiosis with, uh, with everybody. Yeah. So right, that's, right. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. So the listeners, you can just jump on the description. The link yes. is right there for you. And anything else you want to tell to the listeners before we close this, this was really awesome. I really appreciate your time and your insight and your value to give to them. And I, I learned a lot, so I'm sure they did as well if they listened all the way to here. But do you want to close and give them anything else before we close it off completely? Yeah, I would like to say that um, based on my personal experience, there, and I just recently, I, I, never, I never thought that I will feel what, uh, what anxiety is actually like oh i'm not like waking up sometimes feeling like electrical pulsations and not being hungry and then they realized wow that's how anxiety feels so i've named it and all i'm saying is like going back to connecting to yourself and really noticing and that was anxiety because of my project and everything was overwhelming and i couldn't i couldn't find um, the answers. I couldn't find the professionals who can consult me. So I was had to figure this out. And then it was always in my head and I wouldn't, uh, etc. It went, it, it got the result. But the thing is what I start noticing is like, okay, why I'm not breathing? Why breathe shallow? Why do I sit crouched? Why? And so I started making the assessment of like my physical and mental uh, processes. And then I then I, I, I start remembering because of my interest, but then people can go and look those symptoms, what they, what they feel. And it's not just anxiety. I'm, again, it's talking about connecting to yourself. Right. It's like, why? So then, if, and most important is writing it down. Even one, two sentence, it doesn't matter. Morning, daytime, and evening, if you need, writing everything down, especially how you feel, 
what changed, then going and looking at this and seeking for answers. I think this is the most important thing that we can, it doesn't matter the work relationship, food, the, just assessing what is not working properly. Whether we have arguments with people, whether we're not happy with what we eat, whether we are, you know, we're not moving and I feel sluggish. So that was just a, based on my experience of like connecting, asking myself what's, what is actually happening and then inquiring based on those things, learning how to eliminate them. Well, right. remove them. But I think connection is, that's the only thing I would, I would to, to ourselves. Yeah. Awesome. That's perfect. Exactly. And that's why this is called Feed Your Yoga Podcast, everyone. <laughs> so you get to learn how to feed your own personal consciousness. And yoga awesome. is developing the connection internally. So Tonatas, I can't thank you enough for this amazing podcast thank session. And everyone, seek him out. Look at his website. He's really incredible. And I'm not going to even go about the fact that he's an amazing raw chef and vegan chef. And many of his recipes I continue to use but that would be a whole different podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Namaste, everyone.